Spinner Skull, the podcast. You are very welcome to Spinner Skull. We are back for another week. And if you would like to listen to any previous episodes or extended versions of this morning's discussions, you can search Spinner Skull online or on the Go Loud app. It's Louise back with you this week. And the topic of debate is science. We are going to chat all things science, biology, chemistry and physics for the Leaving Cert with some of the country's leading science experts. Also, a little later on the show, Professor for Immunology at Trinity College Dublin, Luke O'Neill, shares his top tips on pursuing a career in science and what it takes to ace the Leaving Cert exams. Now, before we jump into all things science, it is important to acknowledge that finally, students have a little bit of clarity around their Leaving Cert exams. On Wednesday evening, Minister Norma Foley confirmed that the Leaving Certificate for 2021 would allow students the choice between a series of accredited grades or sitting a written exam in June. She also announced that practical exams will be held during the Easter break and that a corresponding process of grades accredited by state examinations commissions will be available to all students. So I'm excited to chat with our four Leaving Cert students a little later and and hear their thoughts on a decision that was a long time coming and still hasn't provided much clarity. But first, kicking off the show this morning is the legend that is Julie Kilmartin, founder and owner of Kilmartin Educational Services Limerick and Ennis, science teacher for Leaving Cert and lady of many talents. Julie Kilmartin, you are a Galway native that has made Limerick your home and uh, I think it's safe to say you've left your mark in Limerick City and further afield with Kilmartin Educational Services. So first and foremost, thank you so much for getting behind this project and secondly, thank you for taking the time out to join us on the show this morning. Please, it's great and thank you for that wonderful welcome. It's going to be very hard to live up to that. With regards to making the mark, I certainly have left a mark on many students. I'm not sure if that's a good one or a bad one, but certainly I have left a mark on many students, not just only in, in Limerick, but also in Ennis. And indeed, there's many, many a Sunday I worked in Galway and was teaching my physics, chemistry and biology. So I have left a mark around the place for sure. Unbelievable. I think that, uh, Julie, your name kind of became synonymous with Leaving Cert students. That phrase, you know, I'm going to Julie's. I certainly remember as a student who did my Leaving Cert in Limerick City that uh, Julie's was always a buzzword. So uh, I guess for you, the Leaving Cert has kind of become your profession. Is that fair to say? It is indeed. I suppose, Louise, I can go back to when I was doing my own Leaving Cert. God be with the days when I was in Galway. And like everything else, like any most students, you wanted to do well in exams. Well, for various reasons, I suppose you might have a difficulty in a subject, but at that, at that time, there wasn't much out there to help you. You didn't have study clicks or you didn't have examinations.ie or anything like that to support you in any shape or form. And I went on then, got a reasonably good leaving cert, I have to say, went on then to, to, to UL out in um, out here in Limerick, or at the time it was Thoman College. And certainly I found it quite difficult in first year where I hadn't chemistry or really physics or for that matter, biology. And I entered into a field of science. And to say the least, I suppose, Louise, I found it quite difficult. Again, at that time, there wasn't much support out there for students in first year, in college, struggling. And that in itself then brought me to a situation whereby in my own life, I suppose, I said, look, there's definitely an opening here for students. They need help. They need support. Um, and even to the extent, um, Louise, that if students wanted to pick up an extra subject outside of school and they had a flair for chemistry or physics or biology or history, you know, at, at, in those days, there wasn't really an option to pick up an extra subject outside of school. Or if there was, perhaps that support mechanism wasn't there. Whereas now, today, Julie's in Comerican Educational Services, call it as, as you will, be it Ennis or be it Limerick, and now, I suppose, nationwide, we ha- students have that fantastic opportunity to do that extra subject outside of school. Or if they need that extra little bit of help 
in the chemistry, the physics, the biologies, or the maths, that support is there. And that's making a wonderful difference to students' lives. As you can appreciate, you're going through college, you're going through school, you're, you have difficulties, uh, who's going to help you? But really and truly, um, I suppose, Louise, it's fantastic to get up every morning and to, to, to go to work, basically, and call it work and do what you love. For sure. No doubt about that, Julia. The topic, as I mentioned, of debate on this morning's show is science. And uh, it's such a vast topic, obviously, to talk about in a one hour show. We know for the Leaving Cert, the options that students have. Let's leave ag science to one side for this morning, but biology, chemistry and physics. So as the show goes on, we will chat a little later to Amunthor Biholiacht, Ashling O'Connor about biology. Dr. Barry Ryan will join us and uh, share some tips and tricks on physics. But your baby, Julie, and uh, what everyone knows you for, I guess, is chemistry. Chemistry. So talk to me a little bit about chemistry as a Leaving Cert subject. I never studied chemistry and to be brutally honest, even the sound of it terrifies me. It sounds like it's a really, really hard subject. Well, do you know what, Louise? I teach basically physics, chemistry, biology and maths. And over the years, perhaps you kind of fall and fall in love with one particular one of these subjects. And I, I kind of say that chemistry is almost in between physics and biology in the sense that physics probably is more mathematical. Biology is probably more theory based. And then smack in the middle, you have your chemistry, which has the mathematical aspect to it, but also is very much theory based. So it's a great subject to have. And whilst we're doing this interview, I think a lot of people will be tuned into this 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 um, program today who potentially are transition year students who are thinking about subjects going forward. And I would suggest to students, please try chemistry. And I think you'll be very, very surprised that it's quite a nice subject, an interesting subject. And certainly if you're going forward into third level, considering perhaps a science uh, science related career many of us might be wanting to go into maybe nursing or want to become a doctor or go into biotechnology and i think there's going to be huge growth and um, towards a science related subjects and certainly after this pandemic with viruses and biotechnology and you know the generation the creation of vaccines and whatnot so i think chemistry is going to be uh, be a very very important subject for students going forward and for fifth years this year, uh, they're obviously they have, they've had an impact as well. But I think a lot of work going into chemistry will pay off. And six years this year, I would safely say to you, uh, potentially you're facing into a leave insert. Obviously, announcements will be made in terms of will there be continuous assessment? It's going to be calculated grades, whatever, whatever. There's going to be two options out there. But one way or the other, if you're facing into a leave insert and you're sitting it, please don't be worrying about it because we can, we can actually plan the actual preparation for the exams. There is a strategy that will genuinely work to get you into the higher grade for chemistry. And it's never, never too late. It's a lot to do with the preparation of the for the exams and to know the layout potentially of the questions and what comes up. Obviously, there's certain trends in the paper and there's certain types of questions that continuously come up. And I think that'll be huge to students in the preparation for any form of exam, be it continuous assessment, calculated grades, or be it the leave insert itself. And I can take you through the actual paper itself, um, Louise, as it currently stands. So, for example, uh, the students themselves are going to have to currently sit eight questions out of 11. So I often say to students is, you know, before you even go into the actual exam, potentially you could be there or thereabouts at 50, 60 percent by even a simple focus on the likes of question one. Question one, Louise, is the likes of titrations and students doing chemistry will understand what I'm talking about. That's a great question to prepare for because a lot of repetition, a lot of questions come up year in, year out. You've lots of 
past paper questions to go back over and they tend to ask the same questions all the time so question one is almost one of those questions you put in your your back pocket and say well I'm, no matter how bad i am i'm going to do reasonably well in question one so question one is a great question in terms of titrations for those of us who are doing chemistry organic chemistry is going to be absolutely critical to you now students will say oh my god that's a lot of rote learning and whatever the case might be but genuinely if you're looking for a very very good grade in chemistry you really have to put time into organic chemistry it's going to generate at least three questions currently on the exam paper so the likes of question six oh i love question six and I think every single student loves question six. This is the one on more or less, I suppose, the thermochemistry aspect of chemistry. It's also the question that tends to ask you nice questions on oil refineries um, in terms of petrol, octane numbers, and so on and so forth. So straight away, students have potentially question one and question six in their back pocket. Now, there's still going to be two more organic chemistry questions out there in terms of the practicals and also to be a long question. So even at this point in time, Louise, they nearly have, we'll say, if they could get the three organic chemistry questions and get question one alone as sorted, they're well on their way to 50% of the actual paper. Now, there are other questions out there, obviously. Julie, that is so much in detail information and it's so unbelievable I've just been taking little notes myself and I love the fact that you mentioned that there is a strategy to acing the exams I think this is like music to the ears of every Leaving Cert student to know that there is a strategy that will that you can put in place to get a high grade I mean I think ultimately that's all that students want in their Leaving Cert and personally I think it is a flaw with the Leaving Cert but the fact that there is a way around it and you know that you can nearly guarantee you will get a high mark if you do x y and z so you've mentioned some of the areas and questions like I love that you say you love question number six that students need to focus on but what does a student need to really do if they want to be in that bracket of h1 and h2 it's like everything else, Louise. Uh, maybe to a certain extent, students have a small little bit of advantage going into the actual Leaving Cert this year because uh, you you can possibly move away from, I suppose, the option questions that most students tend perhaps not to like. They're giving extra questions to us this year as well. They've put in an extra little short question into question four. I love question four. It's a mixture of the whole entire course and most students will tend to do question four. Question 11 is another good one. You've got actually... Um, a choice here again, you can do two questions out of four. They've put in an extra question there for students to give extra choice. Even question 10, Louise, question 10, you can do two out of three. So when you have subjects like that, that give you that extra little bit of choice, that's actually to your, your benefit. But I suppose it's like everything else, Louise, in any given subject, you have to have a good overall knowledge of the actual course if you're heading in towards that H1, H2 bracket. But I would normally say to my students, and, and the majority of students that I, I would be teaching were, you know, they're average students, good working students that want to get into the H1, H2 bracket. They're all preparing for question one, question six, getting the two organic other questions done. They're going to take question, they're going to take question four. Um, they're probably looking at question 11 for choice and they're looking at question 10 for choice. But outside of that, Louise, for students who are doing the Leaving Cert and doing chemistry for the Leaving Cert, other questions to keep an eye on and, and they come up every single year. Not necessarily that it will be a full question, but chemical equilibrium, that's always a good one to do. It tends to come up, it could be a full question or it could be a half question. And again, if you go back over the past paper questions, you'll see there's a lot of repetition coming up in that given area. 
Now, obviously, they could potentially throw an equation at us that we've never seen in our life. I, I mean, I've seen questions come up where potentially they were talking about phosgene or whatever the case might be, World War One, and all these chemicals that they were talking about. I've never seen that before. But still, my knowledge and my understanding of chemical equilibrium should have been able to carry me through that. Our rates of reactions. That's another very good topic as well, Louise, to make sure students that have prepared, because it comes up again every single year. Again, could it be a full question or will it be just a half question? But nevertheless, it's a guaranteed area that seems to come up every single year. So you're having your rates of reactions. You've got your chemical equilibrium. You've got your three organic chemistry questions. You've got your question one. Don't forget then you've got your 11, you've got your 10, and you've got options in there. So all of this is to the benefit of the student. So the chemistry in many respects, it's a game to be played. And you just need to have your preparation done in terms of your revision. And I'd often say to students, you know, if, if, if it was me doing the Leaving Cert in 2021, I would be using examination aids to help me. The likes of, we'll say, studyclicks.ie, fantastic source, all the examination questions up there in front of you with all the necessary solutions given to you. For those of us, which basically means all of us, we haven't been really in school, so we haven't been carrying out those practical um, experiments. But if you go to Folan's um, videos, it just Google Folan's videos, all those necessary mandatory practical experiments, they're practically all up there. They're as good as if you were doing them in school, if not better, and they're safer because there'll be no explosions, Louise, in any shape or form. And the likes of, I tend to use the exam papers at the educational company for the very reason, maybe because I'm used to it, creature of habit, but they also provide solutions to the actual questions as well. So really and truly, there's so much out there for the Leaving Cert student to help them, if you want to use the word, ace the exam. And a little bit of effort, a little bit of, I suppose, revision, using those past paper questions will make a huge difference to the final result for those of us who are actually sitting our leave insert in 2021. So well said, Julie, we could chat to you for hours on end about chemistry. You were just a fountain of knowledge. I mean, it's incredible to listen to you speak so passionately about your subject. I'm going to ask you one parting question, right? And I know that uh, there's probably students across the Southwest who were like me and found themselves in a situation the night before the exam when they were cramming. Now, every normal human being the night before an exam is going to find themselves in a situation where they're kind of like, what do I study the night before? What do I study the morning of? What what do I want to be freshest in my brain going into the exam? I'd imagine in chemistry, there is so much in your brain going into that exam. What, in a nutshell, Julie, for you, should be that resource that you're looking at the night before or that last little moment of cramming you can do? What would you be doing in that time frame? I suppose, Louise, it's, I, I've often said to students is a lot depends on what you, you're going to do now between the period that we have and the period that we're going to sit the exam. It's amazing that the brain has the ability to absorb so much information and to retain it. And oftentimes, just the night before, you know, you, obviously it's important to go for your little walk and a little bit of fresh air. But many students have their own little flashcards and um, they have their little colours written down and there's a picture of this and there's a picture of that. And they have, re, they have their own little short little I suppose little memory uh, uh, cards to help them the night before and oftentimes that's what I would actually do and it's amazing how I find that colour helps me in terms of my revision and as well as I mentioned to you there as well Louise that we have so many resources out there by even just watching those videos of those mandatory experiments because they're going to come up two or three of them are going to come up in the paper anyway and you're using your eyes and you're hearing and you're writing. It's just something that I, I've always done. It was my way of learning. I had to see, I had to hear, and I had to write. 
And I'd say there's many a tree that has been cut down after all the writing that I, I would have done. So the night before, it would be just a kind of a little quick flick of the flashcards that you potentially have created on the main exam, as opposed sections to the actual course. And Louise, like everything else, the revision basically that's going to be done in the next couple of weeks will stand to every single student the night before the actual exam anyway. Julie Kilmartin, it is always wonderful to chat to you. We could chat so much longer and in so much more detail about chemistry, but unfortunately we don't have the time this morning. As a final word, is there anything that you would like to, I guess, promote for yourself? Resources that Kilmartin Educational Services are offering to chemistry students between now and the exams? No, actually, Louise, um, I think the students that we have do that for us. I'd like to take this opportunity to congratulate the Leavenshire students of 2020 who did a, a wonderful job um, last year. They went through a very traumatic time themselves, hoping they're surviving in college. And I wish all exam students for 2021 um, a fantastic future. And the most important thing is their health, their well-being, to be happy. Everything else, Louise, will fall into place. It always does. There's no point overly stressing about things. There's enough help out there. Be happy, keep smiling, stay safe, and as they keep saying, wash your hands and wear your mask. Brilliant. Julie Kilmartin, Gurmila Mila Mahagat. Spin Air School, the podcast.